Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, welcome to Blizzard Watch, the podcast where we watch Blizzard. And lately, Blizzard has been doing things, so we've had to watch them very, very carefully. Uh, with me this week, I'm Matt Rossi, by the way, I'm the host. Uh, with me this week, we have a fill-in host because Anne's off on her birthday vacation adventure. Uh, we'll, we'll hear all about that at some point, I'm sure. But right now, he's filling in. He's doing us a favor. It's Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, how's it going? Uh, well, yeah, I guess it's all right. I don't know. I don't really want to get into it, but... Well, it's, uh, it's raid day, so there's yes, that. Yes, it is raid day. Uh, it's also World Boss Day and other stuff. Um, it's PvP season day. It, it various and sundry. Mythic Plus Day. So yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, stuff. of stuff today. So, I guess it's been what? Is this the second or third week? Uh, th- well, it's been three weeks since release. Yeah, third week since release. So yeah, a lot of stuff going on in the game. Uh, also with us this week, as he is most weeks, uh, the editor in chief of the site, and currently the person who's recording this. Uh, Alex Zebart. Hey, Hello, Alex. what's going on? Well, I was gonna actually ask you <laughs> about fishing. Apparently, um, it's not safe to ask him about fishing. It's really annoying in Legion. Um, uh, it gets much easier once you have the artifact, but the artifact itself comes with a whole host of bugs and twitchy things, and it's it's a it's complex issue. Okay, <laughs> I have issues with it. But All I've been right, doing well, a lot of that, and this weekend I also got Legendary Gloves, which is a surprise. Um, I really didn't expect that, but Rumble. given I got that, uh, that's pretty much what I've been doing like all weekend. This is playing my warrior in between being vaguely sick. Yeah, I have to admit that this was the weekend, uh, the weekend that just passed from about Friday to yesterday, was like finally stuff started dropping for me in World Quest. Before that, I wasn't getting anything anywhere. I wasn't getting anything in dungeons. I wasn't. I was like, literally, everybody else was like, "Yeah, I'm at I'm at level eight forty, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm at 800. But <laughs> yeah. this weekend, uh, finally, the quest started dropping items, and finally started upgrading the items. So between that and a couple of heroic runs, I actually got some decent gear this weekend. There, I don't know what they are, but there does seem to be certain thresholds. Like when you break past a certain item level, all of a sudden the world quests jump up. Yeah, I've noticed that. So yeah. if if you get a couple lucky drops, it seems like you hit the eye level requirement of World Quest. You're like, here, have Mythic Gear, and nothing but Mythic Gear. Oh, you're eye level 845 all of a sudden when you were 800 two days ago. Yeah, it's uh, my wife and I were doing World Quest together, and she was getting 820 pieces, and I was getting 840 pieces from the same stuff. So I'm I'm I think I'm like 838 now, whereas before I was at eight. Like seriously, I was at like 800. Uh, also helped by the fact that a relic finally dropped, so I finally have three relics in my Strom car. Oh, that was taking forever. I still need to get relics for my other two weapons, because that's the... We were worried that artifact power would be the big problem, but it's less artifact power and more relics. Relics are the hard thing to get in this expansion, in my opinion. Particularly spec relics, yeah. Yeah, um, it's because World Quests only seem to give you the relics you don't need. <laughs> if they gave you the ones <laughs> you needed, it would be a lot easier. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think half the time I've I've actually done some relic quests in Prot, uh, because Prot and Fury share some stuff just to get Fury stuff. It, it, it's weird. Yeah, uh, all the only relics I've ever gotten out of World Quest are Storm relics, and I don't use them in Arms or Prot, and those are the specs I play. It only gives me Storm for Fury, which I have never touched. Yeah, I get I get the life and the whatever the other ones are for. The weird thing is, Disc has overlap. Like, Discipline can get Shadow Relics, um, but I never get those. I only get the ones that overlap between Disc and Holy. Yeah, and I only get Storm, which is only usable, usable for Fury. It yeah, is I, super I frustrating. I don't get the exact same thing, but I think I switch up a lot more. Like, I have done... I do some World Quests as Fury if I think I can survive. But, you know, it depends. Uh, also, like, this week is the big deal for World of Warcraft players um, because this is the third week that Legion's been out, and one of the things they did today was uh, rating, normal and heroic rating dropped today. Um, uh, Emerald Nightmare, so that's that's good. Um, PvP season restarted, so if you're a PvPer, you can start working on that. And um, if you're not a PvPer, sorry to interrupt, but like the PvP system is a lot better, this expansion. So it's it's actually pretty cool. If you've never given yeah. it a try, now's the best time to. I'm I'm thinking about doing at least some world, you know, some PvP. I mean, I won't be doing arenas or whatever, but you know, do I? Yeah, I mean, you get a lot from the world quest. Like, you get I think 300 per world quest, and the first couple ranks take like 600 total to rank up. Do I still need to fight people in a new PvP system? No, not well, not in the world quest. The world quest is all NPCs. Because it involve okay. if it involves fighting people, it's not for me. Well, yeah, if you don't like PvP in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> you can avoid it pretty easily, but it's there if you want to do it. Um, also, uh, Mythic Plus Dungeons this week. Uh, so if you're running Mythics with a bunch of friends and you're like, this isn't hard, uh, now you can start working on Keystones and getting harder dungeons. Uh, I've heard a lot yeah. of people say that they didn't think Mythics were that hard, but that's the whole point of Mythics is they get harder as you go. I've done so... one Mythic, and that went pretty well. Uh, I actually have a lot of trouble in Heroics, not because it's hard, but because people don't pay attention to the you're dead now mechanics. <laughs> uh, you know in Violet Hold, there's that dude who will just execute somebody if you don't free them? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. for people who haven't done it, this guy, he'll pick somebody, he'll like chain them up, and everybody else gets knocked away. And you have to run over there and unchain your friend before they get executed. Um, we had a Demon Hunter DPS use their insane mobility to, like, get over there and free the healer, except instead of freeing the healer who was right next to them and could have easily been clicked out of being executed, they started DPSing the boss. (laughs) So the healer just got ganked, and I was like, oh, come on. And that just seems to be how heroics go right now. Nobody pays attention to what you're actually supposed to do. The the first, like, I don't know, the first five uh, Halls of Valors I ran... The tank stood in the middle, like, the entire fight, and, like, we killed the boss, but it was just the two beams coming from the guys on the side. Like, yeah, people never... didn't notice that. They never move her. Like, tanks never do, and that's why I started tanking this expansion, because I got so frustrated that tanks just would not do anything. Yeah, and then right before that is the room with all of the people, like, around the tables and... It just... Or in the same dungeon, uh, you know, the path to Fenrir, where you have, like, the bears and the oxes oh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I had a tank who just ran straight to Fenrir and was just aggroing everything on the way, but not doing anything to get aggro, like, to keep threat. They were oh, just man. mounted and ran. And all of the mobs, like, 30 bears turned around and just killed the healer. And I was like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, Fenrir in particular... People try to skip the trash or ride through the trash or avoid it. It's like, no, you have to kill this because you're going to have to run back. This is a fight where you need to move between these caves, man. You need to kill some stuff. And that's why I'm tanking this expansion is people just irritated me so much. Like, okay, if you can't do this right, I'm just going to do it. And uh, that's Legion for me. That's, I've been that's pretty what... stubbornly avoiding tanking, but I've tanked some because you just I, have I think to. during Warlords, I ended up doing LFR mostly on my tank for that exact reason. I don't really enjoy tanking, but I enjoy it more than watching these schmucks screw around. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Uh, this week, in addition to that, um, world bosses are up. Um, I've done Nithog. So far, it wasn't my favorite experience, but I, I get the sense this is going to be Legion's rating. It's going to be a lot of stuff on the ground making you hate being melee. 
And yeah, you it know, really wasn't that bad for ranged. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it was move out of the bad. And the if bad move out of the bad, move out of the bad's fine when you're at range because you just take a yeah. step inside and cast the spell. You know what my favorite anti melee thing this expansion is? Those mobs you fight for like wardens quests who have the ability echo. What have you guys mean? noticed this? Echo creates an AOE effect, like a delayed AOE effect, underneath every player in combat with the boss. So let's say you're fighting this boss, <laughs> and a lot of groups converge to do it all at once, and you have like 10 melee. The boss casts Echo, which means there are 10 AoEs stacked under the melee, and you need to get the hell out of there or you're going to get one shot. If it's just oh, one okay, melee yeah, there... If it's just one melee there, like, oh, that's just a little bit of damage, no problem. With, like, 30 people fighting it at once, it will kill everyone if you don't run like hell. See, I probably haven't noticed that, because I haven't done any of the world classes melee. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed it, uh, but it's generally brutal. speaking, it's I've when I do world quests, in, unless they're real easy, I tend to do them as prot, because, you know, I, I don't want to die. So I tend to do them as prot. <laughs> yeah. Prot can, like, prot can pull, like, the big elite dude in a... I don't remember his name, but he's near Scenarian Thicket. He's a giant uh, Etten dude. Yeah. And the, there's a Warden's quest to kill him. I went Prot to fight him, and the only reason I died was because there was literally nobody helping me, and I just ran. I just wasn't getting enough rage to stay up uh, with Ignore Pain. That was the only thing that killed me. When I came back and there were a couple people hitting him, it was fine. It was no problem. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly interesting for sure. Now, and, if Prot had second wind, it would be unstoppable. It would literally be the oh, unstoppable game. I would just heroic leap away, wait to get my health back, then go back in. I actually did that. I actually did fight one of the one of the world boss types. Not not world boss, but world quest guys. One the, of the like, dangerous types. ones? I'm trying to remember. He's another Warden's one, and he's up on a tower uh, on mm. the Warden's Island. He's like a level 112 elite. He's real. Oh, oh is it in, okay. in the, like, yeah. the Burning Legion-y area? Yeah. Yeah, that area is brutal. Yeah, I fought that yeah. dude's arms, and it was a lot of kiting. Yeah. And I, I barely managed to kill him, and I don't think I could do it again, to be honest. I was surprised how brutal that area is. Like, it is way harder than anything else out in the game world right now. It reminds me of some of the classic vanilla dungeons that you would have to, like, run through crazy elite areas just to reach. Yeah. It reminded me of the one in the Hinterlands that used to be crazy hard. Oh, uh, Zin... Was it... I don't remember what it was named, but I remember it was like... The troll right place, the though. There were trolls there. They'd kidnapped one of the griffins. They'd have to try and go up to the top and free him. And it was just brutal. Yeah. Uh, until yeah like, oh, Jintha Alor. Jintha yeah. Alor, yeah. So, yeah, you, that one. It reminds me of that, but uh, way harder. It was getting up to him required a lot of, you know, straight-up shadow meld abuse just to get to that guy. Yeah, because I... Find I had been used, like, all the rest of the world, like, there are other dangerous places in the world, but they weren't so dangerous I couldn't still run through them and just kind of survive just by, like, forging ahead and just running. But in yeah. this place, I tried that, and, like, ten elite demon hunter dudes just, like, descended on me and ripped me apart. I was like, oh, I can't do that here. No, it definitely is not a good move. Yeah. But yeah. Um, also this week, um, some other stuff to talk about. Uh, one of the things to mentioned should probably be that Zarya is on the Heroes PTR. Yeah. For Heroes players. I oh, am, yeah. you know, I haven't actually played Heroes in a while, but I like Zarya. I think she's cool. So, uh, what do we know about this? I think, I, I don't know too much. I think her kit is really similar, though. To, like, if you've played her in Overwatch, I don't think it's going to be, like, a, a huge leap. Like, that's what their thing kind of seems to be with the Overwatch heroes is same ability set. Yeah, Tracer is very much, uh, you know, if you've played Tracer in Overwatch, you can pick her up in Heroes pretty easily. Or okay. vice versa, honestly. I think Zarya is notable because she's the first ranged warrior, because Rexar doesn't really count. Re oh, that's right. Rexar she... himself isn't the warrior. Uh, Misha is the warrior. You're playing Misha, and who is very much melee. But um, Zarya is a warrior who plays ranged, so that's it's going to because I don't think she's ever going to be, like, the main warrior on a hero's team just because she's ranged. Like, that's... The warrior job is pretty specific, and I don't know if she can do it with her kit. But it'll yeah, still be interesting to, think, to see is she, is she the one that has, like, you can either put down the gravity, like, her ultimate type thing that 
pulls people in or pushes them away, like depending on which ultimate you choose. Yeah, so you can either like suck people into a like gravity well or you can create like a dead zone where people can't cross that area. Yeah. So like if there are people chasing one of your teammates, you can drop down the thing that makes a wall and cut off the pursuers and that kind of thing. Yeah, so that's that's kind of I mean, I think that's the only new mechanic just because they kind of had to give her a second ultimate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I honestly Blizzard is doing a good job of keeping me from playing their games with their games. Like Legion has just kept me too busy to really I haven't had a chance to really play Oriole that much or um what's his face? The other guy that came last week. Um the Sith Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Alarak. Alarak, that's right. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I got him and I did like one AI match, but yeah, yeah I'm exactly yeah, I mean, the same way. I was playing a lot of heroes during the, you know, dead zone of Warlords of Draenor. I played a lot of heroes, like a ton. But now that Legion's out, I haven't opened heroes once since launch day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Legion is basically not only is Legion eaten any time I might have spent on other games. Like I had a pretty serious Diablo thing going for a bit, but right now. Uh, yeah, anything I need from that I can get from, from Legion and plus <laughs> other games that aren't even related to Blizzard I'm not playing because of Legion. It's like, you know, seriously, when do I have time? Uh, I haven't even gotten, and I haven't even done the stuff I want to do in Legion yet. Like, I want to have a ton of alts. I want to level them. I want to do the, the artifact stuff. It's real hard. Um, the only alt who's getting any real time, I, I leveled another warrior to 110 and that guy is not getting played at all. Like, he's just sitting there and like I level seven eighty something gear because I'm not playing him because why would I? If yeah. I want to play a warrior, I've got the one who's eight forty. Why would I play the one at seven thirty? I've been leveling yeah. my alts with the Legion app, and it's surprisingly like you know it's not the same as going out and grinding levels, but if you don't really have time to play alts, it actually helps. Like until you, you run out of resources. Yeah, until you run out of resources. I had that happen to me. Yeah, I also wanted to play a lot of alts, um, but I just. Legion has too much to do on the main right now at least like maybe that'll change a few months from now or like six months from now and I'll be like oh I have plenty of time for alts but right now my my highest yeah. is my priest at like level 103 yeah. besides the live stream characters which I think our characters are also level 103 on the live stream so yeah around that I've, I've actually I'm kind of like I don't know. I don't know how to put the leveling stream thing. I haven't I haven't touched outside of the leveling stream itself. I know you guys use the app a lot, but for me, the app never seems to want to work, so I haven't been using it. I ran out of resources, so I can't do anything on that character. I think I ran out of. Eh, I think I ran out of resources today in that character, but I'm at like 104 now on that. It, it, that's fine though, because the way Legion of Scaling works, regardless of what level our le- our live stream characters are, we can still play play together. Yeah, yeah. It's not that is like the nice thing. There's no situation where somebody's going to be ten levels ahead of somebody else, and then everything's screwed. It's whatever we do, we're going to be at the same level, basically. Yeah. And yeah, Slowpoke is a gamer saying in chat, "It's a good problem to have." Yeah, I totally agree. I would rather this. Yeah, and definitely. More lords. De- definitely having Legion have too much stuff to do is not, you know, not the problem of what do I do now? I'm done. I have to sit in my garrison all day. Uh, if anything, it's more along the lines of, oh god, I can't possibly... One of the things I've noticed is I cherry-pick my world missions. It's like, I look for what I've got emissaries on, and I do those because I want to get the emissary chest, and then I just go through and look at every world quest, and does it drop gear? Does it drop yeah. gear in a slot I need? And those are the ones I do. And if after that, if i am still got time, because a lot of times I don't, uh, then I will go and do the ones for resources, or the ones that give, you know, whatever. Blood of, blood of Sargress, I go, usually I'll go do. But yeah, yeah I, I still end up cherry-picking pretty heavily. I don't even try. The only reason it's a quote-unquote problem is because I would really like to heal stuff on my priest, and if I want to, you know, I still feel like I have progress to make on my warrior, so... Yeah, that's that's the, like, the kind of paradoxical thing of, of Legion. There's so much to do, and yet the class campaigns, I want to do all of them. Like, I've never wanted to level alts this early into the expansion like warlords i think maybe a month or two after i had one uh level 100 alt and that was like a record for me because usually it's several months mm-hmm. before i have a second level uh max level character but in legion i want them all max level and i want to experience the stories for all of them yeah but and i'd just, also I don't have time i'd also like it's lower priority than a priest because i really do want to heal but i also want to play my rogue just to be questing around with vanessa van cleef 
Yeah, that's, I that's love Vanessa Van Cleef. Leveling in my spare time is my rogue because I like yeah. Outlaw and Vanessa's awesome. I'm going to say this. I didn't expect this to be the case, but right now my I I had that that uh, Vrykul woman as my my companion, the, mm -hmm. the combat ally, but I've switched to Thorum, and I'm I'm glad I switched to Thorum because a Thorum doesn't just appear randomly. You call Thorum. Yeah. And he's got some great stuff. That he yells when he shows up. And that's hilarious. Uh, the other day, I, I we were doing when we were doing uh one of the world bosses, world quest bosses, not not a world boss, doing a world quest boss. Um, is Zelda Hammer? I think it was. And yeah. like six Thorums just showed up in that room. <laughs> it's like four Odin, crawl there! Like they just all showed up yelling stuff. That's hilarious. That that exact world quest today is why I had the ability Echo on my mind. Because oh. <laughs> that she's in this little room, right? And I saw yeah. people were already fighting her when I showed up. It's like, oh, I can charge in and you can get the tap. And I charge in, and suddenly all of us die. <laughs> yeah, see, that's why I never charge in. I always do a heroic throw to tap. Because I charged I in. <laughs> yeah. I charged in the moment Echo exploded and killed every single person in oh, that I room. I wish I could have seen that. Yeah, with the multiple multiple Thorums popping up, that doesn't happen because they stun. Yeah. So they basically what happens is it it, it didn't it happened basically what happens is there's the Thorum shows up and it gets stunned and then someone else is like oh right I can call Thorum so they call Thorum and he stuns her again and then of course the other warriors show up and they start calling Thorum so that's why you have six Thorums in the room all hitting her and she ends up spending most of the fight standing there. Yeah, but yeah, Echo is not a fun ability. Yeah, I don't like it. But all right, um, I guess, should we talk about the DDoS attacks, or is there really anything to say other than they're getting DDoS attacks? Yeah, it's happening. The people doing it are childish and silly. There, there yeah. One thing, though, I, I I don't think any of the listeners would you know think this, but when Blizzard says ISPs are being attacked, it's because ISPs are being attacked. It's not some conspiracy or cover-up that like Blizzard's blaming it on someone else. Blizzard has, in the past, has been plenty up front with, oh, yeah, we're getting hammered, we don't know what's going on, to sort of stuff. They don't need to yeah. lie to us. They, yeah, they and I'm, never... I'm sure the reason ISPs are getting attacked is because they attacked Blizzard in the past, and Blizzard figured out a way to block those kind of attacks. So they go for ISPs. But it's there's no, like, cover-up here. Blizzard is being as upfront as possible. Okay, well, I guess at this point we'll move on to emails. Um, this because he ends out this week, Alex is going to read them. But uh, before he does, we're going to first say, if you have an email for the show, send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com. Um, pretty much about anything. And I'm going to do a lot of the emails we got this week are about something, so I'm going to address it right now. Uh, yes, I made a mistake on Lore Watch this week. I said that there was a second tier of a loon created. That was a mistake because I didn't see the cinematic properly when I watched it. These kind of things happen. I, I have an eye condition. I don't really like to talk about it too much because people get bummed out, but I didn't see it right. I made a mistake. That's on me. You know, I, I don't think it's necessarily... Because yeah, we talked about that on the regular podcast last week as well, um, about there being a second tier of a loon. And I think... All three of us on the show last week missed that the thing that hits Isera is the tier of a loon. I, yeah, I, I have mean... to go back and do the quest now because was that mentioned in the quest that that's what he had? And what no, he was using? no, there's no dialogue okay. to say Cause that. Because, yeah, I went back when you guys mentioned this when we were going over emails beforehand. I was kind of like, oh, really? It's one of those things that I didn't catch in, w until I had that in my mind. And you have to, when you watch the second cinematic, you have to go, oh, that's the corrupted thing from the first cinematic. Oh, it's cleansed and it's the tear. Like, it kind of, I mean, it makes sense when, when you put it all together, but it's not... Yeah, because when I watch it, like, it looks like any old projectile from, like, that characters use. Like, the uh, stone thing from Shaman Mastery... Or the icicles from frost I mages. It was some kind of like nightmare seed. I mean, there's lots of those. So it was just like a generic nightmare spiky thing, and at the end, like I thought it was just like this poetic thing that like Xavius was hoist by his own petard, in that like he 
made Elune mournful because of what he did, and there was another tear, so like he undid his own work, like that kind of thing. I don't know. I just had a very different interpretation of what happened as opposed to... Yeah. At any rate, though, yeah. Either way, yes, you're correct. That's what happens in the cinematic, and I was mistaken. Uh, And at this point, uh, I'm going to throw it over to Alex, who will say... Sure. And uh, before we get to the emails, if you want to support our podcast, our live streams, whatever else we do, uh, consider checking out CuriosityStream at blizzardwatch.com slash curiosity. CuriosityStream is like Netflix for documentaries. So if you are... Uh, the kind of person who enjoys documentaries, I think there's two types of people. People who think documentaries are boring as all hell, and people who could easily spend their weekend just watching documentaries. Um, if you enjoy them, blizzardwatch.com slash curiosity, there's all sorts of stuff. And I think it's only like three ninety nine a month, which is great for an entire library of documentaries. That's pretty amazing. So do they, have... oh, do, do they have what? I was going to say, do they have like conspiracy documentaries because... They have some of those. I've, I've been watching some of those lately, and they're actually really entertaining background noise. Um, probably. I haven't looked at their full library, but I mean, I watched some stuff about Rome, and there's stuff about dinosaurs that I'm sure Rossi would love. Uh, I love <laughs> history, especially I, I'm like... I'm a history major. I have a, I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts in History. I, 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 I I'm not saying so you wouldn't... I'm, this isn't your thing. I'm, no, I'm saying I like <laughs> documentaries. I'm not saying you wouldn't like them. I just brought up something you would like. I love like the whole you know Mediterranean history stuff. Like that area is all, all completely fascinating to me. So I really loved the Roman one. So blizzardwatch.com/curiosity. Let's get to emails. Wait, wait, one, one second for emails. Um, Brewfest started today. There's a new oh, yeah. and like hat thing. Um, so... it's supposed to be a sausage hat, but it really looks like somebody took a poop on your head. Yeah. Uh, like seriously. It's just poop on your head. Look at the poo. Look at the poo emoji side by side. Um, Wowhead tweeted a picture of it close up on someone's head. It, there is a similarity. Yeah, um, it's poop, man. I, I'm not ever gonna believe it's sausage. Like it might have been sausage at one point in time, but <laughs> it's not read anymore. Emails. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think the first email is from Celestite. Does that sound right? Yes. Uh, Celestite says, I'm absolutely frustrated. I can't level my professions without going into a dungeon. I read that for alchemy, there's probably five dungeons. I like playing WoW on my own and on my own time, so I'm not part of a guild. I'm an old lady who didn't grow up on video games, so I'm terrible in dungeons. I'm the gal that stands in crap or goes left instead of right. I'm awful and can't handle the stress of getting yelled at in random dungeon groups. And I play melee DPS, not a love spec in dungeons. My question, is anyone else frustrated with this dungeon requirement on professions? Is there a place to get recipes to help level other than doing dungeon quests? My green recipes won't take me past 740. What do you guys think? I do think that to some degree, the, the putting people into dungeons like this is kind of counter to the whole idea that you can level in these different ways. Like, one of the big selling points for Legion was that, you know, hey, you don't have to run dungeons. There's world quests. There's other stuff you can do. And I... I do feel like having people have to go into dungeons is a little bit mean. On the other hand, normal and heroic dungeons are not hard. Yeah, um, it's like Mythic is basically tuned to what heroic was in Warlords. Um, yeah, the Mythic which, then goes up as it go on. I mean, Mythic Plus yeah. is harder, and then the keystones make it harder and harder. But yeah, basically it's very much normal is like the flex of dungeons. And yeah. heroic is like normal. It's like not, you know. It, it, I've tanked them. I've I've DPS them. You can you can be a pretty antisocial person, and you can get through them just fine. Uh, and if you do go the wrong way, or you know, stand in stuff, I don't think anyone's gonna say anything, honestly. But I do get your point, and I don't wanna I don't want to trivialize it. I do understand what you're saying, and I kind of agree with you. Yeah, not as strongly, but not I do. I'm the same way. Um, professions. I think they went overboard with making progressions or professions like content this expansion that's really not doesn't feel very rewarding and there are a lot of hoops to jump through um right now i have to kill a five-man boss in suramar to get like my, uh, my mining thing up for like fell slate to like get a third star or whatever and i don't really want to do a five-man boss for another star in fell slate mining um and that's just mining like it's not even crafting that's just hitting rocks with a stick um, See, I don't mind it. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I definitely see that viewpoint, though. But I, I prefer this over the old system just because 
this system is more involved and there's more to do with it. And even though, yeah, you have to do that kind of stuff for the three stars, the three stars, like, and I'm sure someone will correct me on this, but I don't think you need three stars to, like, I don't think three stars is a barrier for anything. I think in a lot of cases it just makes you more efficient. Which, um, honestly, I mean, that's part of the problem, is that they do give you this these fairly difficult tasks, and getting that task was very RNG-based. Like, was this going to pop? Like, you hit a mining node, and an elf pops out. Or they don't. And for, like, two weeks they didn't. And then I finally got it. And Yeah, it's, I mean, that, that bit, doing I it, think, is a little random and kind of... And actually doing it is not going to give me anything notable. And that's really the problem, is they make you jump through all these hoops to get things that aren't very exciting. They don't feel like a reward. You just have to do it. it. It's hard to do that when you also, like, you know, doing stuff like that. I have have not done much with my professions. For one thing, my professions started very low, and I didn't level them properly. Because I switched mains, too. I switched to a different warrior, but I also switched mains. So there's that. Um, But also... It's very hard to get yourself motivated to go out and mine stuff and possibly discover an elf sticking in a node when it's like, or you can go see what Illidan did back in the... It's like, oh, wow, really? That's up? Okay, I'll go do that. Okay, I finished that. That was pretty cool. I, I was I had a good time seeing what Illidan did. Uh, but now I'm going to get back to, boy, you could go to an alternate dimension and fight demons alongside all these characters from Old War. Yeah, all right, I'm going to go do that. Yeah, I, I want to finish my campaign. I've wanted the Battle Lord title for a while. I'm going to do that. Okay, that's done. Did we mention Nithog's up? Okay, fine. I'm not going to prof- do mining this week. Yeah, I just I just looked. Right now, my herbalism, I have three out of, what, six are two stars. The rest are one star. Um, and I went double gathering. So mining is, I think, two of them out of, I don't know, seven or eight have two stars, and the rest are all one star. So I haven't progressed very far on that. But at the same time, I mean, I don't care. I like that it's a little bonus I get from the gathering professions, but it's not, like, something I feel like I have to make a priority. I guess I'm seeing them in the reverse way, in that I feel like I'm not mining efficiently unless it's three stars, because you get more from a node with more stars. So if I have one star, I'm not getting as much as I should, so having one star feels like a punishment as opposed to three stars being a reward. See what I'm saying? Kinda, and, but I think I think uh, on the side of whoever asked this question originally, if they felt more rewarding, then they would also feel more necessary. That's and true. right now I think, and, you know... And on that point in particular, I agree with Rossi that um, you could always try a normal dungeon. They really aren't very difficult and some people are saying you can solo some of the normal bosses that would probably be tough yeah i'm sure but it would certainly be tough for somebody who doesn't run anything yeah yeah like around i think someone mentioned 830 item level which i'm not saying like oh yeah if you can't solo that but that's to give you an idea of the tuning like non-blood dk classes are apparently you know able to solo under the right conditions which i don't really think could have happened in previous expansions yeah um you know i know you don't enjoy dungeons if it's just like you have to do a few of them to do the thing you want to enjoy just try it um i don't think in normal difficulty which you can do at 110 you know you're not forced into heroics you can do normal whenever uh, there, I can't think of many things that will just outright kill you if you stand in it for a couple seconds uh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of leeway, and melee. It's I, not too bad. Melee DPS are actually really strong in dungeons this time around in terms of the damage they do, and like I said, nothing's going to like one shot you really. So you I'm can kind of blunder through. I'm going to admit to something that I'm I don't like admitting to because it was incredibly bad play on my part. But the amalgam of souls on normal uh, in normal uh, Black Rock Hold the first boss at I, I, I level 110 when I did it. I didn't realize you weren't supposed to stand in the purple stuff he puts on the ground or the spinny thing he does around you. <laughs> so I just stood there the whole time, and I didn't die. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I, I After that fight, I was like, oh, I'm real sorry. I didn't realize. I, and he was like, yeah, it wasn't a problem. Yeah. I and, just put a bubble on you. You were fine. And there is the dungeon journal now, which really helps. So if you're afraid, you, like, you won't know what a boss does if you open the dungeon journal and just click on a boss like it'll give you the the bare details like don't stand in this thing or hit this thing yeah 
so it'll it'll kind of hold your hand as you try it out, which is a good thing. But again, normal is tuned ex- exceptionally low this expansion because Mythic is the old heroic, and Mythic Pluses have fifteen different levels. So, yeah, it's very much borrowed from Diablo in that fashion. Yeah. And uh, Varus in chat pointed out engineering requires Mythic Court of Stars for 815 goggles. And that's kind of been the th- my general problem with professions. By the time you've completed the task required to craft something, it's not good anymore. Yeah, that I have noticed. And then the counter argument is always like, oh, well, you can upgrade it to 850 and then like 855 in a later patch. That's still not like... Yeah, it's like I have... It's not that great. It's like, okay... I can do Mythic Court of Stars, but at this point, my helmet is eye level 845. I yeah, can without not... doing it, you know, without like all the Obliterum you're going to have to blow to get your stuff upgraded. And Obliterum, like right now, it's going for like 6k yeah. per on my oh, server. Dude, That's the, like, yeah. the auction house just skyrocketed yesterday pre-raid. And it's like, okay, well, I can upgrade them to 850, but my helmet's already 845. I'm probably going to have an 850 helmet from another source by the time I can turn my goggles into 850. You'll have yeah. to, and you'll have to upgrade it many times. Yeah, just to get it up, and it's just not worth it. And this is part of the reason I went double gathering is it's just less of a there's less thought in it, I guess. Yeah, like the way they describe professions this expansion is really exciting. So like, I was super stoked to be a blacksmith again. I was like, yeah, I can be a blacksmith and do blacksmithing stuff. So I'm a blacksmith again, but I don't want to make any of this crap. I just yeah. don't. I, mean, I, I made it. I actually made it for the look because that set looks good. I think it would be uh, better if it had like if the rewards were much higher. Like, make them stupidly strong. They, if you're putting that much work into it, I mean, if a world boss can give you 860 baseline, I don't yeah. see why they professional yeah. stuff can't be better. One of the reasons that people talk so fondly about Burning Crusade professions is because you could make the really cool sword oh. and it was really cool and then it got cooler. It looked cool. Yeah. It got cooler and it was always relevant. Yeah. I love that. Re- that that's the like that is when I power leveled blacksmithing on my rogue because you could make those maces. Um yeah. the dragon not, head maces. In addition to being good in general, there was the mace stun spec, which was stupidly strong in PvP. But I yeah, those I still have those in my bank just because they're kind of a nostalgic item for me because they were you know really cool and relevant the whole time and uh, yeah I leveled the whole profession for them. Yeah, and there wasn't this situation where you're like oh I made my cool lion sword but I can't use it until I upgrade it four times. It's like you made it, it was good, and then you could make it better. It wasn't it yeah. sucks until I invest all the time into it. You made it, you use it, it's great, it can be better. Yeah, you used it. I mean, I used that thing instead of, like, one of the reasons that I didn't have a lot of Karazhan weapons is because the sword I made was better than Karazhan drops. And then the only thing in Karazhan that was better was the axe. And so, I, think, yeah. I think that was, I mean, I think that was fine. Like, it wasn't fine that it was only blacksmithing that had that cool thing. But it's almost like, it was like artifacts, but in Burning Crusade. <laughs> like, you got this awesome yes. weapon and you work towards improving it. Anyway, uh, the next email. <laughs> we talked about that enough. Uh, next email from... Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, here we go. Noxima. Noxima. Is that like the... Acne medication? <laughs> Sorry, man. You're not acne medication. I didn't say that. I apologize. Uh, anyway. I acne medication, though. Hi, Watchers. Alorfiend. I am a Alorfiend. Your podcast is wonderful. I don't actually have a lore question. Okay. <laughs> Two very quick class questions. Number one, we'll take this one at a time. Number one, I'd like to get back into tanking. I found it to be a rather daunting task to get myself back into the tanking mindset. I tank-rated Lich King on my Paladin back in the days of Paladin tanking. Legendary... Pally tank? Legendary rotate? I'm not familiar with this. The 969. Oh. Okay. He's talking the Paladin 969 yeah. rotation. Paladin tank, legendary rotation of awesomeness 969. I do remember that now. Uh, do you have any recommendations? Add-ons, guides, add-ons or guides that might help me help might. <laughs> I'm sorry. Alex, you read for a living. And I'm try. Look, I don't read this for a living. <laughs> any recommendations See? on add-ons, guides, and help that might get me ready to tank again? Well, um, if you're doing a tank on a Paladin. We have a column that we do every couple of weeks by 
you know here on on Blizzard Watch, all about that of the light and how to swing it. I don't know you know anything specifically about paladin tanking because I don't tank on a paladin. But but Ted he writes our he writes that column for us. Yeah, he can help you out. Yeah, he knows the stuff. And um, speaking from personal experience, I'm not playing a paladin. I am playing a warrior. I have not tanked much in years. I don't remember how long ago since I seriously tanked, but it was probably probably around Wrath that I was like tanking heroics. And, oh yeah, if you were tanking Wrath, we should be. I should. Uh, can I interrupt you? I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Just the they changed everything around um, in Kata and in Mists and especially Mists, and then Warlords basically codified it. They changed uh, tanking to the active mitigation system, which um, one of the daunting things about tanking used to be threat, and this is no longer the case. If you're using your abilities to generate threat, you'll hold threat. It's just that simple. Uh, you don't have to, like, you know, there's no threat meters anymore. People don't really worry about threat. It's simply not what the tanking is about anymore. What tanking is basically about is you do things, you have active abilities that generate resources. You then use those resources to mitigate damage as it comes in. It, that's why it's called active mitigation. Uh, Paladins are pretty strong right now. Um, they're They're getting a nerf actually fairly soon to one of their abilities and their artifact but in oh, general that not today uh, i don't know if it happened today or not because i don't play a paladin okay uh but well i do play one but i haven't like played prod on him so basically though it, it's this is probably a it's a good time to go into tanking because it really isn't hard uh at least for normal and heroic dungeons you'll probably pick it up relatively quickly uh and it really comes down to how much you like basically being the person that kind of on the the spot because that's what it is and if you've tanked before you remember how it is it's it'll be like that but with a lot less worrying about oh god i have to you know everyone throttle back please i'm you're gonna pull threat because people generally don't it's, it's also nice because if you're like alex or me frankly you like setting the pace of the dungeon um i mean i'm okay with tanks that pull quickly but if they're stupid about it it's annoying yeah. um and as a tank you can set the pace you can pull one mom at a time. You can ask for CC, and if your group doesn't do that, I mean they don't have a tank. So yeah, and as I was saying, I was kind of Rossi kind of covered it, but I have not tanked since probably Wrath, and I found getting into it in Legion pretty easy. Uh, the big mistake I made, and I made this mistake in beta, so luckily nobody had to deal with this on live realms, is I had not paid attention to tanking so long I didn't really get what active mitigation was. So on a warrior, like when you look in the dungeon journal, when you talk when it's talking to the tanks, it'll say use your active mitigation ability to counter this. Your active mitigation abilities don't say active mitigation on them. You just kind of have to know what they are. And so I would I use shield block. I thought some of them did say active mitigation. They don't, because I was looking to see what counted, and nothing oh. says active mitigation. And so I was like, okay, so I need to use shield block. I was not using, as a warrior, Ignore Pain for, like, two whole dungeons in beta. And I was like, why am I dying? Why am I taking so much damage? It's because I wasn't using Ignore Pain, like, the core mitigation ability for warriors, because I didn't know what it was. But uh, once you learn what those are, you're good to go. I don't know what they are for paladins. I know what they are for warriors now, after m many misplays. But that's the only thing that you need to get used to. Otherwise, it's pretty easy to slide back into tanking. Yeah, basically, tanking is... Right now, tanking is more about um, learning how to, how and when to use your abilities to not die. Yeah. Yeah. So um, learning what Ignore Pain was was extremely important. <laughs> that was a core part of coming back to playing a tank. And I'm sure if, if you find any of the... Like, if you look at the articles and you either find them helpful or have more questions about them, I'm pretty sure... Ted's Twitter is linked in there, and I'm sure he'd be happy to, like, talk to you about it directly. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, the second part of this is, I have always played ranged in every MMO I've ever played. However, in WoW, I love my Paladin, my Enhancement Shaman, but can't get into any other melee class. The completionist in me wants to level those other classes up to Legion content so I can see their legendary weapon missions. Any recommendations slash advice? Warriors are good right now. Warriors are very good right now. Warriors are really strong right now. I personally am having a blast with Outlaw Rogue, but conversely, this is like the first time I've ever not liked Assassin. Um, I've heard Unholy is really fun, but it's also like a three-button rotation, basically, so 
you know, unholy. Uh, I didn't like unholy, but I think other people would. I can. I get why they would. Um, for me, Frost is is feels weak, but is super fun. Like buttons are great. You love hitting them, but it doesn't do as much damage. It feels like. Uh, and quite frankly, Blood is the most fun tanking spec. It may not be the strongest tanking spec, but I, I oh, vastly I love, prefer. I it. love Vengeance. I vastly prefer Blood to, uh, you know, anything else I'm doing. Like it's, I, I find it's more fun than Prot Warriors. I oh, haven't wow. tanked on my Death Knight yet, my Demon Hunter yet, so I don't. I did. I do have a tank spec Demon Hunter ready to go. I just haven't tanked on it yet. I haven't played it yet because again, you know, the the problem with Legion is that you have so much to do <laughs> that it's very hard to get your alts up to level. And I got flamed a little bit when I said this last time, but I'm standing by it because I absolutely believe it. Um, you're playing Paladin Enhancement Shaman, and originally on when this podcast when Legion first launched, or even during the pre-patch, I think, during the Legion Invasion stuff, I said it felt like all melee classes basically play the same way. And Paladin and Enhancement Shaman are the two that made that clear to me, and that they both have this fundamental you know, a build-spend system. And Paladin, they're, they're the same way in that you can either spend on a single target ability or you can spend on your AoE ability. And all the melee classes are like that, but those two are very similar. A warrior has more freedom in that you can spend... You, you have a larger pool of rage to determine how you want to use it as opposed yeah, not, to Paladin has, like, five holy power. Decide how to use those five holy power. Yeah, like, for some reason, because warriors use rage and not... The, the things that other classes use, it's less, you know, okay, this spends on this. Rage spends on everything. So you can hit whatever button you have rage for, and that's it. Whereas, like, for Holy Power, it's different and kind of fiddly in my mind. Like, it's yeah, not... Yeah, so I'd say, in, along similar lines as Warriors, rogues have energy that, like, regens, but you can still kind of use it on... It's, it's more build spend, though. Because you have combo points that kind of go yeah. alongside it. R- um, so the combo points and, and energy work together to make it feel less constrained, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, l- much like Demon Hunt, Death Knights have, uh, you know, runic power and runes, and the runes work. You know, they just you just have them and you just use them. So in a in a weird sort of way, Death Knights I think work better than Ret Paladins, but they have a very similar system to Ret Paladins. So it's it's yeah. yeah. I mean they they're all slightly different. But fundamentally, the same. Uh, my, they, they have the build personal... spend. It's just a little bit. It's just sm- slight differences between them all. So if you get used to one of them, you can probably play all of them. Yeah, my personal recommendation: uh, Demon Hunters. I, you know, they're really fun. They have a. They have the most mobility of the game, um, and I actually really like Outlaw Rogues. But some people do. Some people don't. I tried Survival Hunter, and it it feels kind of like what Alex was saying, where. <laughs> You know, it feels similar to a lot of other melee classes, but I didn't actually enjoy it that much. It felt kind of weird to me. I haven't touched it since beta, and beta was very intimidating to me because I filled up, like, my entire action bar with strikes and, like, stuff that seemed like it was useful for single-target melee thing. Like, a full action bar. It was like, I still have abilities I have to put somewhere. How do I use all of these? I don't know if they've changed that. But... That, no, not. I mean, I I leveled mine during the invasions and then like switched to survival because I was trying to get the transmog, and I filled up my bars. I was like, okay, so here's you know the ability for all melee classes that I put on E. Here's the one I put on F, so on and so forth. And then I was like, okay, but what about these other three? What What do they I could, do with twelve melee also strikes? Go on these, and then some of them have charges, and like maybe. Maybe once the rotation, you know, if I figured that out, it might actually be fun. But it it felt like they had a lot of abilities, and it also just kind of felt, I don't know, felt weird. But Maybe luckily, for somebody who does not like melee, uh, Hunter has two range specs, so yeah. that's not really a concern. Yeah. Okay, uh, have we answered that one thoroughly? I think we pretty much ran that one to the ground, yeah. Okay, we have one from Agrimus, Dwarf Hunter. It says, Hi folks, I worked through the leatherworking and standing quest lines and enjoyed the story and fun factor. I opened up the Litterum Forge and tracked down most of the upgraded recipes for male hunter gear. I'm completely broke now, by the way. Oh, that sounds right. <laughs> Upgrading my own crafted gear with Obliterum to 850 seems like a really fun and rewarding process, but it's also a pretty big time-slash-grind commitment. If I put in all the effort to craft and upgrade a whole set of gear... Will it become useless once the first raid comes out? LFR and Heroic Dungeons is is as high as I go. Thanks, Agrimus. 
It mm-hmm. might. Uh, here's the thing. World bosses are at 860. So I think normal rating is likely going to be 860. Since you, you do LFR, normal rate, you, you LFR will probably be below that. L- like LFR is 835 for Emerald Nightmare, 845 for Suramar. Is that the Nightmare level of the gear or the level to get in? That's the level of the gear that drops. Really? Um, and all of that can be Titan Forge, which I think is up to. Can't remember if Titan Forge like has a technical chance to go all the way up to eight ninety five, or if it's just a chance a, at fifteen. I've got a, t- a Titan Forge pair of shoulders that are eight fifty. Yeah, the the so they the add fifteen to the eight thirty five that they were supposed the to be. Cap on Titan Forged, I think, was raised today though with the introduction of raids and world bosses. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think it previously it could go to 850 and I think now it can go even higher. But the point is um, you'll have a chance from LFR to get stuff that is at least 850 from Emerald Nightmare. Or not at least, but you'll have a chance to get stuff that is 850 from Emerald Nightmare, 860 from Suramar. World bosses are going to be 860 and then Mythic Dungeons can be 855 right now or probably higher. Um, So... So it only... Seems worth it to do that if it's your only gear option. So even if you do like world quests in LFR, Obliterum seems not worth it. Yeah. Because uh, my warriors I level right now, having never stepped into a raid, killed a world boss, anything, my average I level is like 847. That's just world quests. So if yeah. LFR is only dropping like well, you do have the legendaries too though that does skew. I have yeah I have legendary gloves but even before that I was like that's one item so even before that I was still like eight forty five average high level yeah uh, it's so if this, LFR is only giving like earlier yeah it's just not worth it I mean that's all I have to say about it is it does not seem worth it it seems like a Expensive. No, what is the limit? Eight fifty right now. Yes. Yeah, and From I think Blitter, they said it would yeah. go to eight fifty five, maybe in seven point one or something. Which Karazhan's going to drop way better. And plus, I mean, Obliterum. You know, you get like for every Obliterum, it's like five eye levels. So if you create like an eight oh five gear, you basically you're looking at close to ten Obliterum to get it all the way up. Yeah, so and from yeah. uh, from a world quest, I just opened my character pane in-game. From a world quest, I have an I-level 850 necklace from a Titanforge reward from a world quest. So just from a world quest, you can get 850 Titanforged. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can drop Warforged, you can drop Titanforged, various things can drop, so yeah. So, it, it, I mean, the profession stuff really feels like if you have... If you have no other options and you don't play any other content, grind away at the Obliterum. If you do anything else in this game, don't. Yeah, <laughs> is what it feels the like thing to me. With Legion, like there's a lot of different ways to gear, which is really nice, but it it kind of takes a different mindset in that people who are like, okay, well I have to go A to B to C. You know, this is an upgrade over this. No, you kind of now you focus on your playstyle. Like, if you're an LFR-only person, you're going to get LFR-level gear. But if you were someone who was like, okay, well, I like doing dungeons, but LFR has the better gear, I'd better do LFR now, you can do just the dungeons. Um, And someone in chat just linked, yeah, everything can proc up to 895 um, as of today. So if it's more than 15 item levels higher than the base, that's where it gets marked, marked as Titan Forged, But the cap is now 895. It basically can roll and roll and roll, and every time it rolls, it has a small chance to upgrade higher. So it can, theoretically, you could get a piece up to 895 when it drops. That's not Obliterum, though. That's just drops. Yeah, yeah. So, again, if if professions are your only way of getting gear, go for it. But if you, like you said, do LFR and Heroic Dungeons, uh... I mean, maybe make it and sell in the auction house, because I'm sure someone out there will buy it, but, you know. I suspect the Obliterum would be worth more than the obliterated item. Yeah, probably. That's, yeah. Obliterum, yesterday, Obliterum was going for like 6 to 7k on, on Scenario Circle. I don't even know what it's going for now. 
The Scenarian Circle isn't even a rating server. Like, it's a crappy oh. RP server. <laughs> um, to, to speak to Scenarian Circle's rating scene, last week, not even last week, a few days ago, we got a server-wide pop-up that somebody did World First Archimond <laughs> from, from Warlords of Draenor. Uh, so, there you go. <laughs> That's Scenarian Circle for you. Uh, we, I think we have time to knock out this last one. It seems short, but knowing us, maybe we'll blather on forever. I don't know. Uh, it's Super Machine from Airy Peak. Their name is Super Machine? Hey, Airy Peak is my server. Do you know somebody named Super Machine? First name Super, last name Machine? Uh, not off the top of my head. <laughs> okay. I mean... Super Machine says, I have only played pure DPS classes, Rogue, Hunter, Mage, etc., with all the new class changes in Legion, what classes are the most beginner-friendly and easiest to do for dungeons? Okay. Um, I feel like any time I answer these questions, I'm going to say the same thing, and everybody knows what it's going to be. Warrior. And uh, for tanking, I would agree. Yeah, and arms, for that matter. I mean, arms DPS yeah. is not complicated. It's true. Fury, even Fury isn't complicated. It's just you're going to get ground up if you're out in the world. Uh, but it's good for dungeons. It's a, it's a fun spec in a dungeon. I will say that, like, Hunter was pretty easy to pick up. Like, I started playing a Hunter uh, in, in in the pre-patch, and it wasn't hard to play. I don't know anything about Survival. I haven't played it, which you'd think I would. You'd think I'd be all over Survival, but no, I, I haven't looked even looked at it. So, but uh, I, I, I get the sense that a lot of classes are... Like, I didn't... When I started playing my Paladin again, it wasn't hard to figure out. I mean, if you like... You either like the way it works or you don't. But in terms of how it is to play it, it's not complicated. I didn't feel like I didn't I, understand what was going on. Yeah, I'd say Shadow Priest actually does feel complicated. And, you know, normally I'm all about promoting Shadow, but it's one of the classes that actually feels a lot more complicated this time around because it has sort of two different styles you have to get used to, like the in-void form, out-of-void form. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, I was going to say Warlock, but changed my mind because... I've played Warlock long enough now that I kind of get it, but I think if you're picking up Warlock at, like, level 100 and to suddenly have all these buttons, there's probably a lot to think about initially. So maybe not Warlock? Um, Unholy, I mean, has, you know, three-button rotation. Demon Hunters and... I mean, Demon Hunters. Demon Hunters, though, I will say this. Demon Hunters are not that hard to pick up. The, the starting experience teaches you pretty much what you need to know. Uh, you can be a terrible demon hunter like I am and still have fun with it and still do reasonably. Yeah, I, I think if, if you're looking to min-max, I think demon hunters are a bit more complicated. Uh, Vengeance is not a DPS class, but it has a ton of buttons. Yeah, um, well, so, so does so do Havoc. Havoc has a lot of buttons. Yeah, Havoc has but... a lot of buttons, too, and you like depending on how you build it, it can be pretty complicated. Um but there's like even talents that are just like, okay, I don't want to have to hit another button to generate, you know, my resource, so I'll just take a talent now. I just auto attack. Yeah. Someone so, in the chat mentioned BM Hunter being pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, Beast Mastery Hunter is really, it seems like the timeless, easy thing to play. Like, yeah. if you just don't know how to play this game, or you're really bad at the game, or you need to relearn it, in every expansion, Beast Mastery Hunter is like, the game is like, I got you. Don't worry, I'll take care of you. Yeah. I'll play for you. So, Beastmaster um, Hunter, honestly, for though, sure. Honestly, like, I don't have a personal experience playing that many classes, so these are just kind of you know, what I've heard so far. Yeah. Um, and Lake's Elemental. Yeah, oh, Elemental true. has some really cool uh, sound design, this expansion, apparently. I, generally, I don't think the Legion changes made any... It made very few classes more complex. Yeah, uh, the Legion changes made a lot of them much easier to jump into. Like, there's still a like, if you're really skilled, you can still get more out of it, but you can pretty much jump into doing anything. Generally speaking. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. Okay, um, then I think that's it from us today. We're about out of time. So, Rossi, do you want to wrap us up? Uh, well, usually Anne does that thing, but I don't have that. I don't have that thing either, so uh, if you want okay, to support gonna... the show, go to patreon.com slash blizzardwatch or blizzardwatch.com slash curiosity. Done. Rossi, go. Okay, well, this has been the Blizzard Watch podcast. Um, 
I'm Matt Rossi. I'm your host. And, you know, if you have an email for the podcast, please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com. We like to hear from you about pretty much any topic. So we will talk about it. doesn't have to be WoW. It just so happens Legion came out recently. So we're getting a lot of WoW questions. Uh, you know, thanks very much for listening. And we will be here next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.